0: He didn't bump you, he didn't you, he rubbed you, and Robin's son
1: is racing. And welcome to everybody to Locked On IRacing news and results for 2021, season two, week eleven. Yes, that is a new intro to a new podcast slash old podcast. We are now very different at Locked On iRacing podcasts. We are now splitting the content up into two episodes a week. For your listening pleasure, I am Peter Wilco-Wilkinson and I'm joined tonight by Brayden Martin to discuss all the news, all the results, all the happenings in iRacing across Australia over the last week and what's happening with our podcast. So Brayden, welcome
2: mate. How are we all? Um, Sounded a bit worse for wear, so hopefully it doesn't come out too bad once we edit this together, but I'll see if I can keep my voice intact for at least for some of the episode. Oh, there'll be some ladies that'll be very excited about listening to this episode. Probably some <laughs> men
1: out there too, mate, with that beautiful voice of yours. So <laughs> now look so we've we've had some changes this week. We've been obviously we've mentioned a few times, we've been concerned about the podcast going longer each and every week and understanding that cool, two hour two and a half hour podcasts are great for some people, but definitely intimidating for other people. Um uh, trying to find the time to consume them. So look what we're doing is we're still Creating the same amount of content on our end, but we're just going to produce it and put it out in two separate parts during the week, so you can have two episodes from us a week instead of one. What about wrote both around the hour mark, a bit over an hour mark. We'll we'll see how we go. Last time we promised half hour episodes, and we got <laughs> five times that. So we're uh, we're heading that direction. We also put the call out for some people to help us out to try and get more content to you guys in a better fashion, and we have received some good help with that. So. Look out for some content coming that's going to be more pre-recorded stuff and then we're going to drop it in to the podcast to sort of help us from watching 14 to 15 hours of broadcast each week and still only covering about four or five leagues. So very excited to see how you guys like these changes. Then we've got another little project on the back burner at the moment that's slowly simmering and and maybe coming to fruition in the next probably two to three months that uh, keep an eye out for that, which might see you get a third episode a week just for a short period of time. Uh, but keep an eye out for that one.
2: Brayden, what do you think of the changes, mate? Yeah, I think it's uh, exciting. Uh, I think it'll hopefully, like you said, I think at first it was really good. It was new and people were jumping in and listening. But I think for a new listener to straight away jump in and see in a two and a half hour <laughs> uh, episode or podcast, that could be intimidating. So it's the same amount of content at the end of the day, just making it a bit more accessible for everyone, I suppose. Yeah definitely so that that's what it's all about like
1: i said getting it to more people's ears and getting it to getting it to, um just getting it out to more people so we can get you know more audience and, and start growing and, and yeah. be bigger and better because and, that's what we're all here for mate, yeah and ultimately the more ears we
2: have on the podcast the more stuff we can actually do it gives us greater scope of you know guests and yeah. things like that so uh that's kind of the idea exactly uh so Just
1: an update on that further, we have got some people working with us in in the background, so uh, we've got a few people, in particular Cal, who um, you don't, none of you know yet, but he used to podcast with me over on a Tom Clancy podcast that I did uh, to to great success for a while there, Uh, podcasted with him for like four or five years now, so it'd be great to have him back by my side talking away but he's going to be doing a little bit of just one-off interviews with people just on series and results working very closely with the team over at osr because it's a series we just haven't been able to cover yet and it's a series the development series in particular and now with the news we're going to get to in a second their new series that's coming out um we're very keen to cover stuff like that as well so he'll be helping out he's going to be watching some races and, and getting um some some chats happening with some people over there so looking forward to more content from OSR, and we're we're getting some stuff happening with Pro Trucks Showdown, which is a, a series that's sort of fallen by the wayside that we just haven't had time to cover because of the where it sits. So we're we're committing to a bit more stuff like that. That's going to be, uh, like I said, covering just more of the, the community. Uh, so there might be more of a chance for you to get your race thrown on the podcast. Um, and and the more help we can get with that, the better. So if you are interested, lockedonlads.com/discord. Uh, get in our Discord and and put your hand up, or go to our Facebook page, Locked On Lads, and uh, message us there, and we'll be happy to try and get your team, your your racing league, your races, all that kind of stuff on the podcast um, to the best we can with with your help. So I heard to the, I heard you were getting all these
2: extra people as um, basically interviews to try and replace me. That's what I heard. The word on the street was <laughs> mm, well, <laughs> no comment. No no
1: comments. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see now look i'd be the one to get replaced before anyone else don't worry about that um my draft especially after my driving standards uh you'll you'll we'll talk about that fairly soon um but look oh look i'm excited we'll see how we go um but there's definitely a real sim racing league we just i had someone reach out and and, and help us uh, say they're going to help us out with as well so Yeah, looking forward to to all the help we can get along the way and and just growing this thing to the the best thing it can be. But let's start with the slightly new format that we're going into tonight. Now we can spend a bit more time covering all the news and results. We're going to start with a news section. So let's go to the news proudly brought to you by LockedOnLads.com slash Discord. Go to LockedOnLads.com slash Discord. Jump into our Discord Meet up with a whole heap of new friends. We're doing hunting nights. We're right into Hunter Call of the Wild at the moment, but also massive chunk of stuff there for racing. Our uh, beers. We've got a Show Us Your Beer channel, which uh, Jamie Skeller is making us very jealous of some <laughs> beers. He's getting out of uh, South Australia at the moment. Uh, we've got a Show Us Your Meat channel, which is definitely G-rated. Um, <laughs> we've got some... David Haynes is absolutely showing us how much that man can... Put in
2: his, I was blown away by what <laughs> I saw in that channel. Like, I was oh, not expecting that whatsoever. <laughs> that that no, was crazy. So if you want to
1: see David Haynes put a what was about two foot sub in his mouth at one go, <laughs> it's uh definitely the, the channel to go check out. But there's a look at his mental health channel, which is the one I'm most proud of. Uh, I've used it many times, and a lot of other people have used it as well, especially with lockdown happening again in, in uh, Melbourne at the moment. So, uh, th- her thoughts and prayers going out to all those people stuck in their own house yet again, unfortunately. I'm really sorry. Stuck in yeah. their sim rigs, hopefully. That's, stuck in their sim rigs, that's it. So, look, that's what the news is brought to you by. Get in there and have fun, but let's go to the news.
2: So, first of all,
1: we've got the scoop
2: again. We've got the scoop again. I'm actually really oh, excited by this. this. Um, yeah, It's going to be, well, I guess we'll let the man himself tell us all about it, but got some big Aussie car news.
1: That's it. So Aussie car heads to season eight very, very soon. And also with uh, the new season and the new car, Formula Vs is joining Aussie car. So with all the latest information, hot off the press, no one else knows this. Is Ira Felberg. So let's throw to Ira talking about all that is Aussie car for season eight and also Formula V's. Take it away, Ira. And welcome, Ira Fellberg from Aussie car fame to the podcast yet again. How are you tonight, mate?
3: Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Uh, hopefully, I don't sound too fluey, sort of just kicking the back end of one of them. So,
1: but yeah, otherwise, good.
3: That's all busy, but
1: that's yeah. okay. A oh, quick, quick. Quick note to those people listening, I am here. Braden is also here, but he is um struggling at the moment. Give us a give us a sound of what's going on right now. Yeah,
2: it's not it's not the best sound and voice <laughs> at the moment, is it?
1: <laughs> no. So he will chime in when he can, but uh you got me and Ira here to talk about season eight. Since season seven is just about the wrap up of Formula Skip Barber, we're here to introduce you to season eight. We thought we'd get Ira in tonight rather than just me and Braden waffling on about what we think about the the thing we get ira in to actually explain what's going on so here we are let's unveil season eight ira so let's start with uh we've got six rounds where are we going this season
3: yeah so let's just quickly not forget season one of the formula v's as well we'll talk about that after this but yeah that starts Ooh, yes same we week. will um so yeah this season next season is going to be season eight for the skippies and shaping up to be another really cracking season. I'm getting a lot of interest, Um, a couple of pretty decent name drivers which I can't really say yet because they're not sure if they can commit but yeah it's looking good. (coughs) Pardon me, a lot of requests and all that so um, season 8 is going to be called Grand Prix Um, and basically we're going to be going to all Grand Prix style circuits. Starting off at uh, Circuit Gillies Villeneuve in Canada, Um, then Nürburgring, GP layout. Um, The other two GP tracks, which is actually round five and six, is Monza, um, GP layout, and the last round will actually be Circuit of the Americas on the GP layout, and then the other two endurance rounds, three and four, we're going to go to Le Mans, um, and the... Interesting bit about that one is it's going to be a historic layout, so no pesky chicanes, <laughs> and um, <laughs> the oval round um, we're actually going to go back to USA Speedway, um, but it won't be an endurance round. It'll be a sprint, normal sprint round, so one 15-minute race and one 30-minute race. So yeah, so that's going to be the lineup for uh, for the Skippies for season eight. There's a few other changes, but yeah, that's the tracks. Yep.
1: So you've literally picked every track that I don't like. Excellent. Well done. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, I surely I had a bad didn't you like USA Speedway? <laughs> I liked USA Speedway. Um I did. I, that is the one I'm looking forward to again. A uh, bit of bit of uh, comeback from what happened this. Is season, it more but, is it
2: more that you yeah. the tracks don't like you Peter or do you genuinely just not Maybe. like the tracks? Maybe. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't have never done
1: um circuit Vilners. Great track, uh, never. Uh, Great track, uh, never done the Neuburg Ring, the GP layout, and I've never, I've done Monza, um, but I haven't done Coda either. So it's going to be a very long season. What about? lucky we're not doing two t- two um, circuits each week. That's that's going to be a, a little bit of a godsend <laughs> for me this this season. So, <laughs> looking forward to that indeed. Though, um, let's head on to. So we're not changing much to formats. We're still doing the fifteen and thirty minute rounds. Uh, we're keeping the qualifying for race two with the basically one lap is that right well it
3: will be one lap only there was a couple of rounds this season where there was enough time for two laps but um the one lap thing i think is actually working pretty good it's shaking things up a little bit not too much because it's still half hour race so you've got plenty of time to come back but yeah we'll be just one lap at all all the tracks and the other
1: thing is no safety car, as as
3: we've sort of talked about in the Discord
1: before, for the yeah. uh, Le Mans round yeah. either. So fuel be at forty percent, no tires, no safety car. Yeah, full strategy, which I'm looking forward to a lot.
3: Yeah, it's going to be real interesting that because I don't know if you've done much around there. I'll probably not in a Skippy. It was in the officials a couple of seasons <laughs> ago, but it's like a five minute lap, and um, with the historic layout with no chicanes. And look, I tested both and I'll explain why in a second, but yeah, it's like, I can't remember now, it's like 40 seconds on full gas all the way down the back straight. So that's going to make pack racing uh, <laughs> quite interesting to say the least, I would say.
1: And fuel saving will be a big strategy in that. Because Absolutely. Because you can sit at the back of that queue and just get dragged down the straight. You're going to save a bucket load, I can't wait. It'll be
3: the good... highest, like, it'll be the most it's ever come into it, yeah. The fuel strategy. Yeah. You're exactly onto it, and that was part of the reason why it appealed to me, you know, because I thought, well, here is a chance to actually like. Because guys that aren't really that quick could quite easily stay with packs that are quick, and then, yeah, if you work yeah. it out with the forty percent, we all know, right? That's it's about half an hours, uh, or just under half an hour's fuel, and with a fifty-minute race, it's it's going to be like, yeah, someone will probably win it on that, I reckon, but maybe not. We'll see. But yeah, it'll be very interesting. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, very interesting. It's a long track, so part of the reason why I picked all these tracks is um, when the series sort of started out, right, like I make a complete list, all the tracks on there, I go through everything. And I think I came up with roughly about, there's about nine or ten seasons before you have to start going, repeating tracks that you've been to. Um, they, You could add more, but they're, they're kind of small tracks and they're just getting silly, like, you know, keeping it to good tracks. And um, I sort of had this penciled down for a while. <clears throat> but I felt at the start, when the series was starting and building up, it was more, you know, we sort of get, we, we got a lot the first season or two. But there were the, the incidents were high-ish. Not high-ish, but there was quite a few. And then the numbers sort of dropped down to about 20. And if you have that sort of racing on big, spaced-out tracks, it's not going to look as good. Yeah. And it's not going to be as good for the drivers. So I thought, I knew at some point, right, things are going to pick up. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, it's a good formula, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what's happening now, the numbers are really picking up, so we need the tracks that have got more space, the other thing is, most of these tracks, like they are all got a roughly similar style, and they're really easy to follow, Like that's one thing about them, they're, you can you can be a second a, sl- a lap slower than the guy ahead and be able to follow him easy, um, what, what it'll also do, you are find too, is, um, like in qualifying, it's going to space, because they're two three minute tracks, instead of there being you know like the field being covered by 0.4 or 0.5 sometimes or you know the top 20 being covered by a second but by spacing out that time difference a little bit but what it does is it gives uh, qualifying not only a bit more importance but it gives people the opportunity whereas if you do some more practice and you put in some more effort you can shave more time off and you can like move further up Whereas, like, when you're racing on tracks where, you know, the top 20 is covered by a second, there's not a lot of wiggle room. You can do a lot of laps and you might move up a spot or two, you know, so it's only a small yeah. effect, but um, I, I think it will make a difference. I, I think it's just time for the, for the GP tracks. There's some serious drivers in there now with Alex and Ben and... Russell, James, um, and Joshua—all those guys. So, Braden, yeah, I think <coughs> Braden. Braden, <laughs> oh, sorry, <Brayden>. yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: never heard of him. Um, so, are we looking at anything different for the Le Mans for qualifying <coughs> since they are five-minute laps?
3: It's going to be one lap basically, because that's and he's just going to have the one he's lap. Going to, well, five minutes, so yeah, it's just going to yep. be one lap. Same thing. There won't be enough time, Absolutely. and it'll be a one fifty minute race, no safety cars. So
1: even with an outlap, are we going to get in the ten minute window? Are we going to fit in? <clears> up yeah, up well, second the actual lap, lap. We'll
3: start qualifying just before the broadcast starts, as usual. Yeah, um, that's how we shave yeah. a bit of time off to keep it tight and give you guys maximum track time, um, and still fit yeah. under. And Jay's always a bit generous anyway; he always goes over a bit. Um, oh, he's a good bloke. Yeah. So, um, so, but we we got to keep other... it tight. So, yeah, it'll be qualifying. Will be and then the broadcast will start as just before we grid up, like basically one minute yep. before we grid up. So we've got two other
1: significant changes. I see anyway. Um, to start with, so the point systems had an overhaul. Um, yes. But before we jump into that, the weather uh, you are moving to a real weather. Uh, scenario for each track so depending on what the weather's like over in that place is what we get on the night so we could get some more hotter tracks than we're used to so was that a specific thing you decided on
3: yeah to mix things up sort of been thinking about it for a little while and um, same thing i just you know i've been nice with cool tracks for seven seasons it's you've got to you know i've yeah i think you've got to constantly challenge the drivers not in big ways but in small ways all the time and yeah, I think we've had cushy tracks for a while now I kind of feel now's the time to and the other thing is you know what the iRacing official tracks are right like they're like well anything so and if you've got to be good if you're going to <laughs> yeah. be fast you've got to be fast and everything so yeah I'm just going to oh, the other thing is I've been watching the weather and you guys probably haven't noticed right but I've actually been doing this for the last two races just to kind of test it but it just so happens that you know, at Oran Park this week, it is actually 18 degrees and cloudy, so yep. <laughs> you've got lucky. But there will be times. I did, the, I did it with Alton Park. Obviously, you can't have it exactly because no rain, and it actually only yeah. goes down to 18. It doesn't go lower. I think Alton Park was like 12 degrees last week or something like that. But, yeah, I'm going to try and match Jesus. it basically exactly. And, and it's a yeah. bit for more for the immersion factor as well. You know, it's easy to do. I just look at the forecast and... Uh, but each week yep. and just change the sessions. Yeah.
2: So when um, Aussie Car Skip Barber Season seventy five comes along and global warming is completely taken <laughs> over, we'll be <laughs> racing on ninety five degree tracks. No,
3: we'll have rain by then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fair, fair
1: There'll be boats. There'll be boats racing around the track. Great. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't wait. I can't so wait let- for rain.
3: But that's another story.
1: <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so good. Uh, so let's move on to the point system. So we've got yes. bonus points coming in for the first time in Aussie Car history. So for zero Xs, you're going to get. Two points, which I can tell you what, that'll change some mid-level yes. and maybe even some top-level results as well. Yes. Uh, fastest race lap, one point, and a pole in race two gets one point as well. So rewarding those people who are nice and clean and fast on cold tyres uh, for that race two one as well. So very interesting. What what brought you to
3: that? <clears throat> um, the Zero X thing, I pretty much... i'll I'll say that straight up right i reckon i should have done that from the start (laughs) that's been a mistake to wait wait this long but it's one of those things you toy about it and then you know things are kind of going okay the other thing is the way um the track limits are like you guys know my opinion on that i'm just not a big fan of because i've raced real cars i guess and i realize like you know on certain tracks on a certain corner right if you're getting all four wheels on the curb on the outside that's not actually pulling the piss right That's just how you have to be. Otherwise, you're going to be dangerous. Like, coming out shallow, people will run over you. And, you know, if everyone's doing it, it's not an advantage in my view. So, I've kind of been a little bit, you know... And that's why we don't have an incident limit and all that sort of stuff. But the last couple of seasons, I've been thinking about it and thinking about it. And what actually made me kind of really make up my mind was... I reckon it's the one best thing about OSR devs. Is the fact that, like, if you do and there's no doubt like thinking back to my you know two years in v8 devs it's one of the things that you do remember like you know and it's one of the things that you focus on it one it does change your driving the fact that if you get a zero x like you get an extra couple of points because if you work it out right a couple of points per race there's 11 races 22 points like that could be the difference between 5th and 3rd even, right? The other thing is we'll talk yeah, exactly. about the points later but the buffer between 5th and 1st is even more now so, yeah, it, it, yeah, and it will change things like those people cutting the corners and you summed it up a minute ago when you said like, specially mid to back pack maybe at the front they might still bang wheels a bit but, yeah, I'm really hoping that it's going to sort of mix it up and, you know, part of the ethos of Aussie Car Ride is a lot of the decisions that I make about formats and that is based around trying to make people better drivers and you know what i know from motorsport coaching in real life and trying to somehow apply that like through a format so that's how i came up with that fastest race lap um someone um kind of requested that and same thing it was on my maybe list for a while so i thought yep why not and then what's what's it worth to me it's worth a position probably like a, a race so one point And then pole for race two, um, that's because, well, um, it's going to be one lap in every race. So to me, that's a lot more of a challenge than race one, where you get three, four laps at it. And we're finding that with that way at the moment in race one, you could throw a blanket over the guys that got poles. I'll have to check, but I'm going to say it was only a couple of people. But in race two, it was um, a lot more wide open. I think it was like, double the amount of people got poles in race two yeah so same with that i thought i'll reward that with a point that's probably worth a point and it gives people something to go for one thing that some of the faster drive top five drivers did ask me about was you know more ways for them to make up points especially like if they've had a bad first round and you know if you get tagged now and go to the end of the you know line you could lose like 30 35 points because that's how many cars there are so they need ways to, for the fast guys to like you know chip away and make more points back up. So it's not amazing, I know it's only a point, but you know it's twelve points over the whole season. Yeah,
1: definitely. Now, does that with <clears throat> the fast count for the off tracks? Uh, yeah. So it,
3: uh, the fastest ah, official. That's exactly arc, what that I was
1: going to ask. <laughs>
3: yep, yep, that's going to count. Off tracks will count. So if you get one X, you cooked. Yeah. So okay, cool.
1: So. Um. Yeah, that'll make it very interesting because yeah, there's some very fast times out there, but a lot of them are, are carry an X with them. So to get an official time, is definitely the fastest lap is a very big thing. So. That's exactly right. And we know idea. by
3: doing it that way, we know the quickest guy got the best lap. Yeah,
1: definitely. So let's move on to trophies, Uh, basically the same. So individual driver trophies for top three from Prestige Trophy, the, the amazing sponsor. Uh the teams the uh two drivers combine points again, no trophies. Yep. But uh so basically that. we'll split our fifteen drivers down into seven teams <laughs> and and one spare <laughs> for locked on racing, so uh that's fine. Uh the road to two K we have introducing this season. Uh so if you've got an I rating of under two thousand you can opt in to a separate uh points tally and we'll see who's the best but dare I say amateur driver
3: or or big hit or, or lesser driver of the field? Lesser, yes. that's a bit harsh. <laughs> no, it's more just for people. Um, look, to be honest, it's it's more just a separate um, point score. You know, away from the all the. And what made me come up with it really was the information that you know Jaden supplied a while ago, saying that it made me realise that you know if you're under two k, basically that's ninety percent of the people on there. You know, over 2K, it's actually a bit less than 10%. So that kind of surprised me in a way. So I thought, well, you know, the top guys are getting their accolades, you know. And look, you don't have to go for it because you get, there are some quick guys who just don't do officials, you know. Um, For example, someone like Matthew Mites, he's fast, but he just doesn't get time to do the officials. He's He's more interested in the overall anyway. So, um, um, sorry. Um, Yeah, he's more interested in the overall. Someone just came in, sorry. Um, So, yeah, and he doesn't have to nominate. It'll be up to the drivers whether or not they want to nominate for that.
1: Okay. Sounds pretty good. So, the other big thing, let's talk about it. Formula Vs will be joining the Aussie car lineup in Season 3 of 2021 for the first season with Aussie car, Uh, and we're doing from what I understand, basically following the iRacing official schedule, is it going to be the
3: 12-week season, or are you doing two six-week seasons with Formula Vs? Yeah, it'll be two six-week seasons, same as the Skippies, basically, and a week off yep. every, like, every second season, week 13, a week off. But, yeah, we don't know what the tracks are going to be. Um, it's They're going to be official, um, oh, sorry, uh, free content as far as, we can find find out exactly, um, because it is a rookie rookie class so we're not sure definitely at least for the first season maybe even two it'll just follow the iRacing after that we'll see it could depend on a few things at some point um we'll probably mix it up and then it'll also depend like how many people we get as well numbers yeah numbers will kind of depend but it'll probably just stay i would say most likely it'll just stay on iRacing at some point people might get bored with that but um, yeah, being a rookie class it does make it a bit different. And it's a bit more of a, a chance for people to get in uh to Aussie car as
1: well, a bit of a, a taste of it. So anyone can get in on this. Well yeah. one fifteen minute race and one thirty minute race, just like uh the the yeah. skip barbers are at the moment. Yeah. And yeah, as you said, free content, so it's not gonna be much for you to actually barrier of entry to get into that series. And on a Wednesday night as well on SimSpeed TV. So Yep. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Any any other things you want to drop about Formula Vs or just um, wait and see when they when they drop next week?
3: No, but we didn't mention the actual points changes for the actual races. You might we to, didn't You either. might want to mention that we skipped it. You, you said you were going to come back yeah, to so, it, and now we are.
1: <laughs> I did. We are. We're right here. Uh, so Formula Skip Barbers changes to the points system. Race 1 will only be a 40 points for the winner uh, race and the top five, top six will actually be a two points difference. So you get 40 for first, 38 for second, 36 for third and so on until you get to sixth. And then you go 30, 29, one 28, one point covering the field. Yeah. Um, so, so that gives a little bit more to those people who are going to win those, those races and then finish up the top, give a bit more of a buffer to them, help them out. And then in race two being the 30 minute race, basically twice the length, you're getting 50% more points, so 60 points for first, Uh, same again, down to sixth, where everyone is is separated by two points, and then one point from then on, down to last place, and then the Enduros will just be a flat 100 points, Uh, same again, first two points separating everyone down to sixth, and then one point for the rest, so just obviously to give a bit more of a reward to those people who are winning the races,
3: Ira? Yeah, so in layman's summary, basically it used to be 100 points per round, 50 points each race. Um, they both carried the same points, but so now, you know, extra 10 points, which effectively is 20, you take 10 off, you give 10, is to the second yeah. race, it's twice the distance. So that's the that. that. And then the difference between... It's always been 1.1 car, but basically now the top five spots are worth two spots. So if you pass one car, it's actually worth two points. That's the difference. And it's basically to try and give those guys in the top five a bit more incentive to actually pass each other, you know, for a win. And look, they do anyway, but now it's a bit more incentive. Because at the moment, you know, the one-point thing is cool, but it's not much of an incentive to really, like, bust a move at the end kind of thing, you know. Whereas now, the other thing is... If they do fall down behind, because, you know, like I said, this season one of the Alex's I think it was had a bad round, uh, first round or second round, whereas now those top five spots right, are actually now getting 10 points more than the rest of the field. So if if they're finishing up there regularly, it's going to be easier for them to sort of catch back up and at least be able to get somewhere back up there. So that's basically, um, yeah all i've done we've just shifted the point slightly and then given the top five a bit more uh, wiggle room so each spot's worth two
2: also means when yep. you uh yep. have a bad first uh, first race you can dust yourself off knowing that it wasn't quite as important as the second one coming up
3: <laughs> yeah and look the second you we, we as we know right the first race is just kind of it is what it is what i always wanted to be it's just a sprint race it's just a mad dash like bang bang and then really the feature the 30 minute race is the feature of the night you've got to stop for tires so the strategy does play into it a lot as you guys know and track position and all that so i thought yeah we just want to you know reward it a little bit more
1: yep definitely 100% agree it's very very good changes so this friday the what's that the 2nd of may just kind of confirm that now actually now it's the 4th of may 4th oh, of june, june. There you go. Fourth of June. Uh, nom- uh, nominations go live over on the Facebook page. Uh, Aussie Car. Uh, is that for both series, Ira?
3: Yes. So there'll be two forms. There'll be two separate posts, probably. But yeah, the day after yep. we race on Thursday night, wrap up the season, and then yeah, probably first thing Friday morning, entries will open for season eight. Um, just because we have had a bit of, bit of interest, so I thought we'll open them straight away and those people that are organised yep. will grab a spot and um, it just gives me more time and the more time me and Jay have to prepare, um, the easier it is. So they'll be open for a week um, or oh, there's a two weeks actually. We have a week off but it's two weeks before the season starts and in that week 13 there will be some free races, some fun stuff so keep an eye on the Facebook page or the Aussie Car Discord and we'll just put some yeah fun races up because I'm sure... Once the V's come out, everyone will want to drive them. And as you know, the more practice before the season starts, the better off everyone will be. Definitely.
1: Definitely looking forward to it. So yeah, definitely get your nominations in fast because as you know, this season was bumper full of people and we've already got, sounds like there's more people coming in this season as well. Uh, So yeah, get those nominations in. Is there going to be a limit for this season just in case Um, miracles happen and we get
3: number of people oh look I'll cross that bridge when I get to it but um because you never really know so I don't (laughs) like to try and predict these things but I mean the way it is looking most of the drivers from what I've heard coming back there might be one or two who can't make it and judging from just the interest and the interest I've had seasons before it does seem to be a fair bit of interest so it will be capped probably and the problem is at the moment some races we're getting 32 33 and I was going to say it'll probably be capped around 35 be, but because we're going to the Grand Prix tracks, I reckon we could probably stretch that get to forty. People, yeah, forty yeah. is probably okay. But honestly, if we start getting more than forty, we might have to look at just doing like two splits or something like that, or okay. have a having a Excellent. qualifying. But to be honest, I'll be very surprised if we get forty. I reckon it'll be solid like thirty-five, maybe high thirties. And but even then, there's always people who have one or two weeks they can't make it. So yeah, we'll see.
1: That's it. And if you've won a series before, I challenge you to come back and try and win it again. You know who I'm talking about out there.
3: <laughs> well, that's one thing so about the Vs oh, that is interesting is that, um, yeah, there's a bit yeah. of a chance to make history there, being season one and all that. So, yeah, we'll see if anybody... You could be the Thomas Hines of, yeah. Um, yeah. of or Formula Vs. it be the first ever winner. Cameron Dance, even.
0: <laughs>
1: Never heard of him. Before. Sorry. <laughs> um anyway thank you so much for your time I, I really need to duck off and this is a four hour podcast now so uh thank you for that
3: uh thanks for your time mate and good luck with season eight yeah no i appreciate you guys having me on and um loving the podcast yeah doing a great job um sticking on headphones on and work in the garden or chop wood and yeah it's been good loving it thanks guys for all the coverage for aussie car no problems at all all good mate have a good one thank talk you. to you later
1: so Braden. So much for you to look forward to, so much for me to cry <laughs> about. How exciting is this season going to be with Grand Prix as the, as the title for season eight and Formula Fees? We've already had a little bit of interest in the Discord about new drivers or and old drivers coming back to race for locked on racing. So, what? where do you want to start? What
2: do you want to go through? Yeah, obviously, pretty exciting news. Um, really interested to see how the new point structure uh, sort of fleshes out and goes over the course of a season. Um, I guess one thing I always does really well is he's constantly changing things up and challenging drivers to, uh, to adjust and be better drivers. So yeah, looking forward to that. I think with some big grids again, uh, there could some be, there could be some really, uh, racy racing, I suppose you could put on these big GP tracks. Some nice tracks I'm looking forward to. Uh, like, um, the first one, the circuit Gilles Villeneuve or whatever it is, um, My first track I ever drove in a Skip Barber, funnily enough, uh, when I first bought the track, it was at officials, so definitely looking forward to seeing what the season brings. Now it's got the wall of champions in it, doesn't it? It does, so I won't be in that because I'm not a champion.
1: (laughs) I shall be hitting it really (laughs) hard. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, look, uh, I'm looking forward to the season as always, just for the fact that I think we've got a really strong unit at On Racing uh, coming along. And I think people like yourself, uh, Matthew Mites and Tim Korn, and if Chasty hangs around, Josh, we're all going to be up the front battling it out, especially uh, in a season like that where it's going to be so tight. Um, so really, really looking forward. That Formula Vs as well. I look, I wish I could be racing it. We may move the podcast around in, in the future with times, uh, with, with recording stuff. Which may lead to being able to race in that, but at this stage, yeah, we won't be able to race in that. Um, but very much looking forward to see who comes through the V's. To yeah. be honest, and who's going to be the and how much of a stepping stone? That's it. That's it. Who's going to be the first ever champion of, of Formula V's? But I, I love the fact that it's free content. Um, there will be an obviously an entry fee. I didn't quite confirm that with him. I don't think, but yeah, there. There will, I assume, there will be, uh, but everything else is free. Like all the tracks are free. Going to all the old favorites that you know we all grew up with, in, coming through rookie rookie class, <laughs> and it's it's just going to be yeah, really really interesting to see see who who what. There's already so many new drivers in the Discord just keen for Formula V's.
2: So. And that's what I'm interested yeah. to see: who are these drivers are going to be? The the Ben Snells and the Cabaret Dancers that no, yeah. we've had diverse. Is there some people out there that are just going to be super quick in the Formula Vs that we haven't heard of, um, as long as they stay away but, from but the But even who's going to be like the... Yeah, who's <laughs> going to be like the Scott Bargen who came in and was sort
1: of, you know... Battling for the top ten sort of spot one season, and then all of a sudden, yeah, in the next season he's he's winning races and and leading the championships at stages. So, yeah, you know that's that's the sort of stuff we'll see in Formula V's where they'll come through. People will get good results in V's, and all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to have a crack at the Skippy now, and all of a sudden, be really good in the Skippy because they've got that extra bit of downforce or or whatever it is. So, yeah, you know it's going to be very very fun to see, and I can't wait. But let's move on to the next announcement or next chat we're going to have in, in the news section. So OSR has come out with a um, brand new series which, A, looks hot as hell <laughs> because of the drivers that are going to be driving it and they are actually naming it as a professional racing series. So they are going for the best of the best uh, to jump in with this and obviously the people that they're partnering with which is, uh, so what it's called is the, uh, Apex Hunters League. A, it's an enduro, which is a, a proper team enduro series, which is really exciting to see. Uh, multi-class, so LMP2, GTEs, GT3s, are uh, all racing together in this series. Uh, and brought to you by the team behind OSR and jointly with Shane Van Gisbergen, which is huge news. Yeah. So,
2: what are you excited about for this, for starters, Braden? Yeah, I think... Um... It's really cool to see Shane getting involved in, I guess, a bit of a community-based task, I suppose you could call it. Um, So that's really cool to see. You know, I was just reading the quote that he says um, on one of the posts from the Apex Hunters United, which is his little group team type thing, and saying how he loves sim racing. It's great to just jump on and have a blast with friends and he really enjoys the multi-class racing. So although it's taken seriously, I like that that's his, his side of it. It's a fun series, but also um can be competitive and that kind of thing as well. Obviously anything done by OSR, um if you've watched the OSR twelve hour, you know how properly runner is. Um, so I think that's a great group to team with to do it. And I think there'll be some awesome racing. I'm interested to see if he'll be racing in it. That's what I would like to see. Look, I have
1: only got uh, team listings at the moment, Braden, from, this is fresh off the Discord, so they've got 14 cars out of the 25-strong field in the LMP2s. Apex Hunters United Esports has two teams uh, in the LMP2s. One is car number three and one is car number 69. I Look, we'll see which one he's going for, but um, <laughs> Frog Leap Racing Team has 97 and 98, which is pretty interesting as well. Uh, so they've got two teams in it. Trick Esports uh, has a team in the in the LMP as two as well. Uh, Apex Racing has one. Rush Sim Racing, Injectors Online Racing. Pursuit Sim Racing, actually Injectors Online has two. BDE Racing has two and TM Racing has one. Uh, in the GTE class, which they've just added the M8 into that. They've dropped the Corvette and they've added the M8 into the series, which is pretty exciting because... Um, People were were asking for that, and um, no one was in the Corvette at this stage, so keep an eye out for that. But there's nine of the 30 spots that are filled there. Uh, United Sim Sports, MAC1 Esports, Gold, RRT Bow Repairs, Purple, OMR Esports, Logitech G, Altus Esports has a team in it, uh, Carbine Esports, Purple, P- uh, BVN Esports has two teams in it, 168 and 178, Fitzy Motorsports, Hades. We wonder uh, if that'll has, be Dance. as a team as well. I don't know. He's, he's definitely in the Discord and he's definitely talking. So I assume it probably will be. Yep. Uh, in the GT3 of the 30 strong field, uh, three confirmed so far, which is United Sim uh, Sports, uh, Sim Shed GT Racing and Nemesis Motorsports. So we are looking at the, the top of the top teams in Australia, especially in juris Racing. I want to find out, and I'm very excited to see when... Um, Crank Esports jumps in. Mm. I assume they probably will. Because if you put him in there, uh, that team in there, oh my God, this is going to be a hot season already. Like, there's some of the team, some of the players that are involved in this uh, series already is crazy. So, um, so quickly, let's look at what they actually did post up. So, 85 entrants. As we went through the capacity numbers for each field just then. Yeah. Uh, there'll be a pre- pre-qualifying on Thursday. And Friday evenings um, as well. The first race is this weekend, 5th of June, uh, four hours at Silverstone. So looking forward to that. Um, $60 entry fee per car allows up to five drivers plus spotters and a chance to compete in the series. The top five in each championship will automatically qualify for the upcoming rounds. Uh, race lengths will vary between four and eight hours. There are a few eight-hour races thrown in there. There's six hours at Monza. Uh, we've got four hours at Watkins Glen, uh, four hours at Homestead, Miami, uh, four hours at Hockenheim, and eight hours at Le Mans uh, to finish it off, which is pretty exciting as well. Um, yeah. yeah, like I said, big names. Uh, Nicholas Foster, um is one of the people behind it as well, uh, which is the co-founder of uh, Apex Hunters United. OSR President Simon Black uh, is involved as well, and said Shane Van Gisbergen. Um, there will be... Um, there's, there's all kinds of cool things about... Uh, so, so for social media, the pers- best team or player out there that actually um, supports themselves, or shows off their car, or anything to do with Apex Hunters United um, Racing Endurance Championship, uh, we'll get featured in the Discord. Um, there's cash prizes, Instagram features, and and there's merch through Apex Hunters United. There's all kinds of stuff happening. I so, saw there
2: was a prize for the best Apex hunt of each race, so that could be something you'd be yes. interested in. <laughs> Mate, I can take out all the Apexes. Don't
1: worry about that. Look, <laughs> I'd love to have Locked On Racing in there, and if you are interested, we, we've got an endurance team, which is not good enough to be in the league, <laughs> but I'm happy to pay. I'm happy to pay the sixty bucks if there's anyone out there that wants to race in that and we'll put the colors up we've already got multiple gt3 cars painted up um but and an lmp2 car so if you are interested anyone out there let us up you know hit us up in the same spots that you always do uh facebook locked on lads or the discord locked on com slash discord and i guess if there's anyone yeah, out look- there
2: from apex hunters united feel free to hit us up if you want to come and have a chat about the series or You want to send any drivers over from the winning categories to maybe have a chat about the race? We'd be more than happy to facilitate that as well.
1: We may have someone on the inside already that might be helping out with that, but anyway, very excited to bring some stuff to you very soon. As I mentioned before, we've got someone working with OSR to bring us stuff, so uh, he's on the hunt for (laughs) some Apex people to get in. Uh, Very excited. Uh, can't wait. Now, look, this is going to be a really, really good race. Uh, It will be uh, through OSR, as we said before, Um yeah, I just can't wait to see this weekend exactly what ends up coming and um look anything that Shane touches puts his hands on at the moment is just amazing so look looking forward to see what comes of that. So let's move on to the final bit of note uh news that we've got. Uh we've got John McHenry joins Locked On Racing. That's us. That's us. That's us. He's racing in uh forced so for those who don't know, he's he jacked in a few questions over the past couple months months uh, that we've been doing the podcast, so J-Mac in the Discord. Uh, he's currently leading uh, Force Racing League's Porsche 911 Cup Series, and they go to Bathurst right now. They're actually racing right now, so um, pretty keen to see how he goes, and they're sporting the new Porsche 911 GT3 uh, Cup car um, that we've just had painted up specially for him. He's leading the series in that at the moment. Uh, so with about what, round 8 I think there's about 4 rounds to go after this so looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, for us in those new colours and the car looks sexy
2: as
3: oh, hell I was Doesn't just about crazy? to say
2: just quietly that
1: is one of the
3: <laughs>
2: nicest looking locked on cars we've had painted up that looks great <laughs>
1: Because I remember one of the podcasts a while ago, you showed me some work you were doing on a Porsche car for, for us. And yeah. Uh, this, yeah. This, this, I forgot this about that. that. It look like... <laughs> yeah, you did. I didn't. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, looking forward to bringing that information to you and looking forward to just, yeah, having John part of the team going forward. He's got some pretty big plans for himself on where he wants to go. And, look, I'm happy to support him all the way through that. And he's always already been a really good member of the, the team. Um so welcome aboard John and hopefully yeah you go well tonight and we'll bring you the results of the Force Racing League Porsche Cup next week. So that is the news. If you've got any news that we haven't touched on or we, we keep on missing, hit us up on the Facebook and the Discord, as I keep on saying, Locked On Lads Facebook, lockedonlads.com slash Discord. We're happy to cover it in our new and improved news section. There are some patch notes. They're not really patch notes. Yeah, There's not much there. Uh, so obviously everything is getting ready for next week. We'll have a massive um, rundown of the patch notes for for next week, which will be the week thirteen uh, for season number two, and obviously the week after for for week one of season three. All the new massive updates uh, that are going forward with that. So new tracks, new cars, all this kind of stuff, which we're going to touch on at the end of the podcast tonight. So hang around for that. But like I said, news, uh, any kind of team changes or any kind of new leagues that you want us to talk about, we have a new home for you. And we can do that now. with are splitting the podcast up and, and, and the people that are helping us out. So thank you very much. So let's move on to what we've been up to before we get into
2: the results section. So, Braden, what have you been up to for the last week in racing, mate? honestly not that much i mean uh obviously aussie car which we'll get to You raced an oval race i was i thought. yes i was just about to say i did do an oval race honestly i've been a bit crook um so i haven't really done too much eh? i can't tell (laughs) but i did jump in and do an oval race um in between all the hunting that we've been doing that's probably taken up a bit more of my time i've been playing that because of not been feeling that well and it's a bit more relaxing and a little bit less intense than getting out on the track. But I did step in and do an ARCA race at Richmond, I think. I had to buy it because I don't own barely any ovals. But I really do... you had to buy something. Yeah, I really do want to um, get up out of the D-class so I can start doing a few more of the oval track races that involve safety cars and just have a little bit more to them. Um, But uh, obviously the Arca series, if anyone has ever done it, is a dangerous place for safety rating. (laughs) Uh, So it actually went better than expected. So I jumped into open practice with about 10 or 12 minutes before the race went. Um, So I got a little bit of practice in trying to figure out how to drive the car. and drove it in probably, I don't know, two, three, four months. Um, And so got a few laps in. Wasn't really sure where I stacked up against the field. It was a really low uh, strength of field top split, I think, from memory. I'll have to double check that. Um but I actually managed to stick it on pole. <laughs> which is of course you did. Which is pretty crazy. Uh I was very so surprised. I, I, I'm not very good at this and so I'm not <laughs> I'm just hopeless. I haven't done any practice oh, sorry, I just got pole position. <laughs> like I said, it was a very very low strength of field. I'll have to try and get the results up while I'm talking. Uh, but yeah so started the race from pole uh oh wait no maybe I maybe I got knocked off pole actually I think I think that might have been a complete lie I think maybe I was on pole <laughs> until right at the end when I got uh dropped down to third yeah that's right I started third actually I shouldn't take credit for a pole I didn't have I uh, no one would have known I should yeah, I should just yeah. said I started pole hey <laughs> no so I did get knocked down to third and that's why I was panicking because I thought at least first I can like take the start. Hopefully get myself a bit of a gap, but being third, I was just panicking, thinking I'm gonna spin um and I'm going to crash and destroy the whole field, okay, it was second split, okay, good um so yeah, it was pretty low strength the field it was only like fourteen hundred or something um and yeah, started third uh had pretty good run I just i I got clipped in two incidents that just tapped me like I was on the brakes. Managed to get around. They sort of just tapped my car. And I feel like in non-oval racing and road racing, they're a lot more forgiving with what is a 4X and what is not. Uh, Basically, both of them were instantly 4Xs. So, I ended up getting 8X for the race. Yeah. Um, Whereas, I felt like in a Skippy, it would have been almost like a 0X or a 2X at most. Um, so that was a little bit frustrating. Okay. Uh, I've always found it
1: the other way because I always f- felt that more forgiving, especially with side-to-side contact. Oh, really? But, or maybe yeah, I was just unlucky. Yeah, saying that in, in the race, I'll talk about, yeah, I definitely got a 4X from a slight...
2: That uh, wasn't a slight. <laughs> a bit more than a slight
1: <laughs> side-to-side contact. But
2: anyway, we'll so, go over that in a sec. So, yeah, ended up uh, losing a spot, uh, running around pretty much by myself for the majority of the race. Um uh, and ended up getting 4th so i was super happy with that gained 65 i rating gained 0.1 sr still somehow um and yeah actually didn't didn't go too bad considering it. there was only four cars left on the lead lap and i was the last of the ones on the lead lap but um i on thought the lead we were lap skip over that that
1: that that vital bit of information <laughs> but no, no look guys as i said mate one last on the lead lap, or one off the podium. Look whichever way you
2: want to say it, it's yeah. still a really good effort. And to be fair, even though it was last on the lead lap, there was what one, two, three, five cars, only one lap down, so it wasn't wasn't too. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? What lead, have you been yeah. up to?
1: Yeah, look, I tried to do some oval races. Um, I, sh- I shared a video of what happened. Um, <laughs> look, I, I'm 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 well over three. I was about three point seven, I think, for my safety rating for for my uh, B class at the moment in ovals, and I want Ooh, to get to A class. Look at I'm me, like, I'm B class. Yeah, <laughs> get the A class, but yeah, I need to do my NPR. Uh, obviously, by the end of week thirteen, and I thought, oh yeah, cool. I'll just jump in. I'll do two oval races. That'll get me to I, I thought I'd already done one with the IndyCar, but then I realised the IndyCar is actually C-class, so it doesn't count. <laughs> so, jumped into a open um, Xfinity race, actually, around uh, Charlotte. I'm like, oh, Charlotte, I've done Charlotte Oval before. I'll do a bit of practice, and I jump in and uh, please configure your steering wheel. Ah, f- the hell. <laughs> <laughs> so... Did that? Did that? Did a little bit of practice. felt felt fine in the car, and and you know, just I'll just hang at the back and and do it. It's a hundred hundred lap race, so yeah, I'll give that a crack. And I think one or two cor- one or two laps in, big smash. I pull up, um, not in time. Come through smoke. Get get both rear ended and front ended. Uh, pull into the pits like eight. to 10 six or eight minutes of of, of, of required repairs was about four minutes of optional repairs or something like that. Um, sit there, get my repairs done and go, oh, I won't do my optional repairs. I won't do it. I'll just jump straight out and, and just lap and, and did laps. And unfortunately, those optional repairs were the part that were keeping the engine from blowing and, and the <laughs> engine blew. And that was the end of me for another however many laps, which put me over the, I was never going to get the 50% in. So I pulled out of that race. Unfortunately, I hate doing that, but I did. Uh, it was about twenty minutes service time on the, on the next one, but so then jumped into the fixed version of the series, which is only a fifty lapper, and felt a bit better because it was fixed. I didn't really have a setup ready to go, but but jumped in and did it. Um, definitely got more laps in and practice, and felt comfortable. In the in in the car around Charlotte, and I thought I had a pretty good shot, and then not even one lap in, big smash. I'm at the back. I pull up, pulled up with enough time to probably not hit this car very hard, but the car behind me just went full pelt through the smoke smoke and hit hit my rear end, which then put me into the guy in front, and that was the end of my race. I thought. Towed to the pit like this guy was stopped on the outside line of um. Like, you know, you put your brakes down, but you should be towing, but he didn't. But anyway, got into the pits, took my optional repairs this time and worked it that I came out, I was 21 laps down on the leader around Charlotte. And I'm like, Jesus, this is going to be tight because I'm I'm at least two to three seconds off the pace a lap. I'm like, if this goes green, I could potentially still end up 25 laps down, which means I won't get the 50%. Uh, luckily there was a couple of yellows in there I uh, found myself at the front of the pack so I had to pit and, and and lose a lap so I didn't wasn't at the front of the field at the start but I uh, got got home in 15th out of 24 in a car, in a race where I was in a split where I was car number 24 so I was the, the the lowest of the the low and 15th with 21 laps down on 22 laps down I think on the lead or 21 laps down on the lead so that was it was good I was happy with that got my MPR for that that race and and move on to this week where I hopefully get a couple more MPRs in and we'll see how we go. But I might go to the sprint cars this time, uh, around the 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 tarmac and see how that goes. Might be a little bit more forgiving, but we will see. But yeah, it wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> and after the Thursday night that we had, let's go <laughs> on to we'll we'll do our our ch- quick chat about how we how our nights went on Aussie car. Uh, because that's the only other thing that I know we both have been doing it. Well, it just made me feel pretty rotten, to be honest.
2: Um, <laughs> it was... so. I went back and watched your stream from Thursday night, and you, you looked a broken man. <laughs> you looked, I was a broken
1: man. You looked very so, very disappointed. We, we, went, we went to Alton Park, and, and I had some pace. I actually felt like I was safe, and I hadn't practised the long track, but we've done the GT3s around round there and we've done the that's that track before in the in the Skippy so I wasn't too and concerned about it it's only like you're only missing two turns by by cutting off where we do for the short track so it wasn't wasn't like I had to learn a whole lot more but you know I felt like I had had pace and start at the back <laughs> had some words about Ben's starting at the back and then quickly felt bad about it, and then he's messaged me during the week to, to let me know that he wasn't starting back there on <laughs> purpose, which I knew at the end of it. Like, it's Alton Park. You get off tracks all the time. So um that that completely and utterly made sense. But but ha- just watching my rear vision mirror probably more than I should be, and the first chicane, instead of hitting Vic, who was in front of me, I broke probably a little bit harder, and he didn't break as much as he, he could have because he was trying to come through the field and rear-ended me. Didn't end my race. Bent my wing. Everything was fine. I was carrying on. I just spun out, and um, oh, I didn't even spin out. I just lost a few positions and massive pile up behind me because of it. Uh, but then, racing with Vic, as I do, and I get a little bit not hot-headed with Vic, but I, I sort of muck around when Vic's around me because you know we've me and him have gone way back. We're always racing next to each other and going around lap or uh, sort of lap six or five or seven or something rather and going around turn one, and he's gone wide, so I've saw, I've got the chance, here we go, I'm going to cut this late apex it, and I'm going to come down the inside of him and get the, get the position back. And then all of a sudden, he's on top of me, because he's gone out of, he's gone, so I've got the overlap, I'm pretty much next to him, but he's, I didn't. can't see that he's lost it at this stage, and his tail stepped out on the grass, and he's pointing straight at me. So when it's gripped, it's come straight at me, and hit me side on, and the back left wheel was sitting up, which it shouldn't be, um, and that was the end of my race. It was some sort of
2: significant was locked on unlocked on un-locked-on crime, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> oh,
1: it was. Um, and then race two didn't go any better, so Chasty decided to spin at the end, just before the carousel, <laughs> which then took out half the team. But then I stopped for... Oh, I can't even remember who was in front of me at that stage, but um, Jacob, unfortunately, had a mistake where he put his foot on the... on the clutch instead of the brake and rear-ended me, which then took out most of my drive uh, and and probably back, back end, which I honestly I didn't go back and look at it. I, I was, as you said, I was devastated. <laughs> so Moved on from that and basically just watched until my eight and a half minutes of repairs were done and came back out and just lapped nice and slowly. Didn't have anywhere near the pace I should have and end up six or seven laps down, but, but finished, which is more than some people can say especially some people who ran out of fuel (laughs) Uh, so uh, for those who've watched the broadcast uh, I I love how confused David Haynes and uh, Jason Fulins was with um, Vic and uh, uh, was it Sean Doyle yeah Yeah, Sean Doyle's uh, crash on the second last turn or the last turn um, (laughs) it was actually
2: talking um, about getting um, the stewards involved and (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's
1: like I don't understand what's happening but I'm in voice with Vic and Vic's like Hey, Sean, do you need to push? Are you out of fuel? <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> so he's gone to push him and absolutely spun him around, and both of them actually spun around. So it was hilarious to, to see some of that, uh, to be in the voice and, and hearing some of that, and then watching on the broadcast after. But that was, look, that was my race. How did you go, Braden? I know you had a had an intimate. Uh, race one with a
2: with a certain person or thing <laughs> inanimate object i guess <laughs> yeah so i hadn't done basically any practice on the short track i was um basically only gonna have time to jump in the the practice before the race started um so i got in with about 30 minutes to go and basically realized well this first uh or this second turn i guess you'd call it it's actually a little bit more tricky than i thought it was going to be the rest of the track i was obviously pretty confident with um, from doing Alton Park many times before. And um, yeah, I was going okay, qualified sort of my normal sort of area. Um, nothing special, nothing uh, too bad. Um, and got a bit nervous going into the first, uh, into the second turn for the first time. Um, just, it's so intimidating when you've got all these cars coming up behind you and you're just praying that they brake early enough because you've braked early or you've broke early because you see the cars checking up in front, and you just, it's just not in your hands. (laughs) It's just whatever happens, happens. You're just just a passenger hoping for the best. Um, But managed to get through all of that stuff, which I was really worried about, um, and was going along okay. I don't think I was sort of up or down any positions. I honestly can't remember. I've tried to put it out of my brain. And then decided to clip the inside wheel on the tire barrier going through the little chicane. Uh, and went and mowed some grass and managed to get it back to the pits but had like two minutes worth of... I think it was like a minute 30 worth of repairs um, and then had like two or three minutes optional and I figured I was already down. like I wasn't going to come out any better than what I was so decided to just get the optionals as well. I was down, I think it was 28th or 27th or something, came out and Thankfully thankfully Ewan... Uh Vic had taken or well, Vic had taken you out, so managed to get get the laps back on you guys. Um and yeah. uh ended up 25th. Uh unfortunately it was not a great race overall for locked-on cars in general, with no. uh Josh 24th, and myself 25th, you 26th, and Pete uh, and Vic 27th. So we'll get into the official yeah, results yeah, no. later, but it wasn't great. Um and then Yeah, no. yeah moving on to race two a much better result, which was nice. So um, I stayed out long, um, basically decided I saw everyone come into the pits um, and I just I, I just wasn't feeling confident racing around people. Uh, I felt like it was holding me up. Um, so I just decided to stay out long. Uh, ben Snell was right with me. Uh, he had a couple of errors here and there because I was hoping I'd just be able to latch onto the back of him and he would drag me up uh, basically as far as possible, kind of like what I did at Monza Junior. I uh, just sat behind him and let him drag me around the track. Um, but he actually made a couple of mistakes. So he actually got past me, then had a bit of a spin or an off track and ended up five or six seconds behind. And I was actually kind of keeping him. He was always catching, but slowly. Um, yeah. Which was um, kind of encouraging. I was like, wow, I must actually be on some decent race pace here. Uh, and then... um. I think when I watched his stream back, he was having some trouble with a little bit of damage, I think. So I don't think he was probably yeah. at full potential, but was slowly catching Hedershide, So basically sat in second spot for most of the race behind Heddershide um, until uh, the very last opportunity to pit. Uh, Heddershide, uh, myself and Snell all came in. Uh, two of us came out of the pits on time. <laughs> we'll talk about the other <laughs> the other one later. Um And I basically came out on cold tires in fifth spot. Uh, I think it was fifth spot. No, sixth spot, sorry, with Alex McKellar about 2.1 seconds behind me. or might have been 1.9 seconds behind me. So I was just trying so hard to one, not lose it, and just hope I could hold on for basically two laps uh, to hold him off. But unfortunately, he got me uh, on the last lap. Um, I didn't put up much of a fight knowing the cold tires and he had plenty of pace. Um, but managed to hold off John Schultz, so stayed up and around the uh, seventh spot mark and finished uh, getting with some nice points in seventh.
1: Yeah, definitely no, definitely good result. Definitely good result. So um, we'll talk about it in a sec. But uh, the the Ben Snell come back through the field. Yeah, it was ridiculous in that race as well. Again, um, yeah, again. <laughs> it's just a, a repeat. Let's just record repeat. Um, but, yeah, so, look, that was... The, I, I quickly tell... I didn't tell the story from my qualifying in race one where I decided to forego the first lap of the race of the qualifying <laughs> and just take it nice and easy. Brakes on, just nicely warm up the tyres and the brakes so I could have a crack at, at lap two, three, and four and decided to put it into your uh, tyre barrier uh, in the chicanes there and rip the front wheel off on lap one. Uh, so that means I had to tow on October, reset the car and only had two laps basically on cold tyres to qualify which put me down the back. So, I need to get better at qualifying. <laughs> Let's move on to the results. The results tonight are brought to you by Locked On Lads on Facebook. Go check us out. Over there, there's uh, heaps of people now, hopefully, the heaps of people, there's more people now putting up content on there. So, it'll cover games, it'll cover mental health, it'll cover, obviously, iRacing with results and stuff like that. So, go check out. Give us a, Follow or a like over on that, and um, comment on on our posts. That's the way we uh, and share any of our posts and streams. So hopefully we get a few more streams happening on this soon. We just got to work out some technical difficulties, but yes, tonight's results are brought to you by Locked On Lads on Facebook. Uh, so race results. Let's go officially to that Aussie Car results um, in race number one of round five at season seven. Formula Skip Barbers at Alton Park. Alex John got a 1-2, but we won't ruin the second race just yet. Uh, got a 1st in race 1 ahead of Alex McKellar, uh, Scott Bargian, Donald Sabanal in 4th, Russell Clark in 5th, chasty Mr. James Chastanoff in 6th to you, uh, Matthew Mites in 7th, Shane Doyle in 8th, and John Schultz in ninth, and Nathan Verney in a very successful recovery for him uh, after back surgery, coming back in 10th.
2: Yeah, so just to clarify that Sean Doyle in eighth there. Just, you know, one of our Aussie card guys, we can't Shane. we can't be calling him Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shane Shane Wallace. No, Shane Doyle. Sean Doyle. <laughs>
1: Sean Doyle. Sean Doyle, that's him. Uh yeah, no, look, it's uh, it's very good effort to all those people who jumped into the top ten. Um some obviously some notable mentions down the back. Um Ben Snell in twenty first, Braden Martin in twenty fifth, <laughs> um Stuart Crawford had an incident as well down there in twenty eighth as well which didn't see him come back for the second race, I don't think, from memory. Um, but, yeah, shout out to people like Farron Hancock, who came in 7th, in there. Good result. Um, yeah, definitely good result. Scott Harvey up into 13th. Uh, some great stuff there from you guys as well. Uh, but like I said, Locked on didn't have a very good race there, uh, pretty much from the fault of everyone else in the team. Uh, do you want to go through race two? To let us know how what happened in race two.
2: Yeah, so race two, uh, Alex John went back to back, clean sweeping queen, clean sweeping <laughs> the round rather, <laughs> uh, which was uh, an impressive yeah, I'm uh, sure drive. Clean sweeper as well. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, we had a locked on car on the podium. Josh we did. Fidge Johnston managed to come in second, For the second place. Time, yeah, another, fact. and he actually got an interview this time. Yeah, we, if you're in voice on the stream, we, <laughs> we bloody harass him to get him in there, don't worry. Yeah, we must have... Um, yeah, we peer pressured him into that one. And then Ben Snell, like we said before, with that really good comeback uh, from the back of the field, um, rounding out the podium positions. Uh, Donald Sabinall getting himself another fourth. And Scott Barton uh, rounding out the top five. So Alex McKellar, myself, John Schultz, Daniel Hedershide and Stuart Crawford round out the top ten. Now... Daniel Hedershine. he came in in front of myself and Ben Snell into the pits, <laughs> but he did not leave the pits in front of myself or I Ben Snell. I don't know Snell. how he didn't get disqualified <laughs> for what he did. <laughs> so, for those who haven't watched the race, he missed his pit box completely. I think he said, I think I read somewhere, did he say uh, crew chief or something didn't tell him that he'd gone past it, or it was something in the Aussie car discord. I can't it, remember exactly when you what. Lock-
1: when you looked at the broadcast, he went through, and it looked like he was just going at normal speed, and then just pulled over, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, nothing went wrong there." Yeah. But then you all of a sudden see him in reverse, <laughs> and I thought, "Oh, yeah, he's missed his bay by a little bit." Yeah. And then he keeps on reversing, and I reckon it was seven or eight bays he went past. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it would be something to do with um with with old crew chief not giving him uh the the exact things. But the other one that happened was Russell Clark. Um, yeah came into the pits in a really good position and then was racing Josh Johnson out of the pits and um, forgot there was an actual speed limit there and went a (laughs) big chunk over the speed limit, got a uh, drive-through penalty from said thing as well. So to come back to 11th for Russell was a really good effort there as well. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, pit mania, they call it. And we were warned. (laughs) Luckily, I was the last pit bay on the pit thing, so I didn't have to do a pit stop because I got towed in, so I didn't have to worry (laughs) about it, so... So yeah, uh, just a quick update on, um, on John McHenry. In, uh, luckily, LR Esports have put on a broadcast tonight just so we could watch, but unfortunately, his livery's not showing up in the broadcast, so oh. that's a shame. Uh, but he's qualified 6th and just about to take off on the mountain, so that's, we've got John Watch tonight happening. Yeah, ca- But yeah, so that's some results. Jacob in 12th was a really good effort as well. Yep. Um, Stuart Crawford in 10th as well. I think that's an impressive result yeah, for look-
2: himself as well.
1: Ben Snell once again qualified behind me on the on the grid, um, so that was down around the twenty odd position mark. So well done to come back to third from there. But he also had a spin and damage in the car, <laughs> which is phenomenal to to uh, see, see see that as a result. So well done to Ben Snell for yeah. that one again. Unfortunately, Darren
2: Lasue up in fourteenth as well, and Jacob, you know, having good races, pretty. Pretty impressive stuff. I think anything within the top yeah, fifteen definitely. this season is a good race for most of us. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. Actually sorry, I, I I take it back, Stuart Crawford there in tenth. It's just we got the numbers completely mismatched yeah. at the moment. So yeah, no very good effort for, for Stuart there as well. So um series uh,
2: points. Yes, definitely go to that. Series points. So Alex, uh John leading the way. It's gotta be pretty hard to see him uh foregoing the championship now. He basically just needs to turn up in this last round and he should be all right. So here's 483 from Alex McKellar on 454, who is just two points clear of Scott Barton uh, in third for 452, who's taken over from Chastanoff on 447 now and Daniel Hedishide rounding out the top five on 431. Uh, Then it goes Russell Clark, myself, Sean Doyle, Matthew Mites and Donald Savineau rounding out the top 10.
1: Yes, definitely. Well done to everyone who's up there. Um, big shout out to Scott Harvey in 15th as well, jumping up there very well. Um, I love the fact that it's it's me, uh, John Schultz is in there, but me, Leon and Vic, basically uh, 17th, 18th and 19th there. Um, or 17th, 19th and 19th. So we've been that pretty much for seven seasons now, <laughs> just about it feels like. Uh, so yeah And we're ahead of Ben Snell That's the main thing So well done Consistent well, season for team...
2: Ira as well We should probably point out uh, Sitting in 11th Yeah in a Pretty 11th. stacked field So really well done by Ira Definitely The team's points uh, yeah, he, top... he does do the points though There's questions there to be <laughs> asked But anyway Top split racing uh, Right away with the team's championship uh, Obviously having the top two drivers Makes uh, that an easy win for them So nice. they're currently on 937 From 111 Esports 8.83, and unfortunately, Van Demon Racing have uh, overtaken Matthew and myself with both Matthew having a bad race in Race 2 and myself having a bad race in Race 1 uh, to take out the third place at the moment for team's points, so we've uh, shuffled yeah, back to definitely.
1: fourth. Yeah, definitely. com is in fifth there, um, just ahead of White Knuckle Racing. That's going to be a pretty good finish, uh, pretty close finish to the line, uh, but un- unfortunately, the Man Cave podcast with me and Josh just not having... Like, basically, one of us is dead each week. Um, yeah, just struggling down there in seventh, just ahead of Black Sheep Racing. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we, we've got for the Aussie car. Let's move on to Sunday Night Lights, where Benny Simmonson took out uh, a win. Um, Sebastian Schultz for second, and Naya Nagaya in 3rd guy's Nagaya-san. What's that? The san <laughs> the guy's son that's it uh, that that was the podium for Sunday night lights which went to Sim- simona S- sonoma <laughs> um this week so for week 11 so looking forward to see what they do i did
2: uh, this week i did catch long this beach. race yeah it should be at long beach i did catch this race yeah. uh, so just quickly it was a complete masterclass by betty simmonson um he led it from start to finish put in just an insane qualifying lap like those guys were doing insane times i didn't get to do a race there this weekend because i had not been feeling that good but i did do a practice around there and they were like two three seconds quicker than what i managed to get in my short little practice session they were um you very had quick. brett mcburnie in your practice session, didn't, didn't you uh yeah i did from memory yeah um yeah.
1: who was the fifth runner on the night just ahead of Corey lean in six the two aussies in the field
2: yeah so uh Unfortunately, Benny Simonson actually has real-world racing, so he won't actually be able to uh, drive in the last round at Long Beach. But uh, he actually has enough points now to claim the championship, even without running in the last race, from what I've been told. Um, So that's pretty impressive. so He's
1: got the eight weeks counted. uh, 233 uh, with Nao on the guy's... um, in two, 229, just behind him in second, but also with the eight points. So it's going to be near impossible for him to make up that extra four points with the way it goes at the moment. Yep.
2: Um, but Josh finch uh is in fifth for the Sunday night's fifth. overall standing, so well done to him. Um, the top ANZ yeah, driver at the, the moment. S- the only thing
1: he's got to go against him is he's, he's a good 12 points ahead of Danny Blanco, but Danny's only got seven races committed this season, right. so he has got a full race up his sleeve, so it's going to be pretty hard if Danny turns up for him to hold him off. That's right. Unfortunately. But, um, yeah, now very good effort from Josh Fidge-Johnson. Locked on racing extraordinaire. <laughs> um, so, yeah, J- John McHenry's in the fifth now. Dropped back to seventh in the fifth. Uh, second off fourth, but um, yeah, interesting race because the leaders just made a mistake and gone back a little bit and going back quickly, so... Interesting. Uh So let's move on to the next set of results, which is uh ANSCAR. We've got a package again. Lovely Carl the over at uh, ANSCAR, or FGM Ecast as well, has lovely dropped in and given us a little bit of a right up spiel on what happened with Anne's car Now, he hasn't covered trucks from Monday night because we're sort of out of sync and he wants to cover that properly. So we're just going to cover last week's ones in next week's episode so here is carl withy with thunder and cup anscar
0: information and news and results take it away carl hello everybody and welcome to the anscar roundup here on locked on iRacing. i'm carl withy and i'm going to be going over some of the results of the past week's action we're going to skip trucks this week as we want to get things back on schedule to a weekly basis so, we're going to start with the Thunder series. We saw round 3 of the series at Charlotte Motor Speedway for 125 laps. Hamish Gallagher set off on pole, battling race along with Michael Skirlock and Josh Micklemore, his teammate. The race would run 42 laps until we saw our first caution where Aaron Dillon would have a spin, bringing out the yellow flag for the first time. The drivers would take advantage, pitting under the caution, however a few had pitted on the green flag a couple of laps before and were caught out, unfortunately. Two more cautions followed up, one on lap 53 and one on lap 67, with Davidson having a little incident into Foster, taking himself, Foster and Pearson out of the race. On lap 76, we saw Scott Griffiths have an equipment failure, giving the drivers an opportunity to come down pit lane. A few would stick out on the track and try and run a very long stint, hoping for a late caution to come in and equipped an extra set of tyres. However, that caution would not come, leaving Michael Skirlock out there, having to make a green flag pit stop. This allowed Hamish Gallagher to get back up into first place with his teammate Josh Micklemore in second. Third place went to Andrew Dyson, with Reuben Phelps managing to get fourth with Dave Douglas in fifth. This means Hamish Gallagher retained the lead of the championship, 11 points ahead of his teammate Josh Micklemore. Third place is Reuben Phelps, 24 points down. Fourth is Joshua Carroll Walden, 25 points off the leaders, with Dave Douglas in fifth, 26 points down. Meaning the championship is nice and close as we head to Chicagoland on June the 2nd for 100 laps. We head back to Charlotte Motor Speedway now for the Anscar Cup, where it would be 200 laps going from day to night with an open setup race. This is part of the Grand Slam, of course, four events in which, if you get free victories, you'll take yourself home a very nice sim rig. Michael Scarlett currently holds two of those victories, but it would not be his night tonight. We saw Neil Pearson taking pole with a host of the Mitch Motorsport Boys behind him. The race would get off to a very good start. We had a pretty clean race with 152 laps of green flag running, with two green pit stops for that. The racing was hard and fast throughout the field, giving us some great action, Jason Martin and Neil Pearson were putting on a masterclass up the front, but it was Neil Pearson's night. The first caution came out on lap 152 as Riley Curtis made a small mistake, losing the rear end and almost taking out Reuben Phelps, who luckily escaped just getting underneath the rolling Riley Curtis's car. The drivers would come into pit lane for a caution Bred pit stop to get them to the end of the race, at least that's what they were hoping. The green flag would come out once more and we would get to lap 180 where we saw Michael Scurlock and Josh Micklemore having an accident with each other, both drivers getting a lot of damage and getting caught up there bringing out the second caution of the night. It would only take 6 more laps until we saw the final caution where we had a very big incident between Aiden Schultz and Justin Witcher. The big crash took around 6 cars out of contention unfortunately and brought out the final caution of the night the rest of the laps would remain green but Neil Pearson would hold on to the lead taking the victory for DPR second place would go to Danny G starting 12, coming up to second place beating his teammate Jason Martin Andrew Dyson would finish fourth bringing another DPR car in the top and finally, Ruben Phelps, starting 19th, finished 5th in the race after that incredibly close call with Riley Curtis on lap 152. He made it home in P5. This kept the top 5 in the championship in the same order, although the points did close up a little bit. Josh Micklemore leads Michael Skirlock by 7 points. Twenty-two points behind is Neil Pearson, Jason Martin in fourth, forty-two points down, Danny G fifth, fifty-four five points behind the leader. With ten races to go in the regular championship, everything is still to play for, including one drop round to come. Next round we'll be going to the tricky road course of Sonoma on the 3rd of June. We hope to see you there over on FGM ECast, Ferguson Group Media, your e-place for pace. And as always, a huge thank you to Locked On Lads and Locked On iRacing Podcast for bringing you the Ans Carl Wrap-Up. Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for that, Carl. You are an absolute champion, and thank you to everyone who's been helping us out behind the scenes. Well done to Cup winners and Thunder winners. It's really been some good racing over there. I'm really really interested to hear what he says about the trucks, because... That was the one I actually got to catch up on and some very good results there with some very familiar names at the front. Uh, But yes, we'll bring that to you next week Uh, with John McHenry now in fourth, going very well as McLaughlin slides back through the field with his damage. Uh, So let's move on to uh, V8s uh, on ovals with full throttle um and V8 Oval series which unfortunately not broadcasters yet but I think they've just announced they've secured a uh a broadcaster so look out for that on a Sunday night fairly soon. Uh the race this week uh at Texas Motor Speedway went to Darren McKenzie uh just ahead of Justin Witcher uh Kay Donnelly in third uh Aaron of Dylan in fourth uh and Adam Malone in fifth so well done to all involved in that series. Uh, big jump from Justin Witcher from 10th to 2nd very very good effort there uh, 134 four lap race with um top six all finishing on the lead lap so well done to you all uh some bonus points out of the night. Darren McKenzie the big winner fastest lap fastest race lap lead most laps and led for one or more laps uh Barry Neal got some extra points in there for getting pole position uh for leading laps and lead leading the most laps, so they must have equaled with that one. Um, Michael Shaw and Nicholas Walsh, no incidents, got some bonus points in there, and then a whole other of bonus incident, uh bonus points for people who uh, didn't, uh, who let a lap, and also no incidents as well. So, all well done to all those involved. Now, we're going to hopefully have Pro Truck Showdown covered a little bit better next week, but this week, Showdown 3 started, and uh, they went to the Watkins Glen in the Pro Trucks, and Oh, my God, we talk about Aussie car having a stacked field. (laughs) You should see this bloody stacked field. It is nuts. And if you get to watch uh, the end of race two, last two laps of that, uh, so first to 10th was 3.5 seconds at the Glen. But the big thing was third place to 10th place, 1.5 seconds, 1.7 seconds. It's nuts. Absolutely crazy racing.
2: But you want to take us through race one results there. Yeah, so race one saw Jordan Caruso, uh, the oldest, Logitech Altus eSports driver, uh, take away the win from Ben Snell. Man, that name comes up a lot, doesn't it? Uh, who, from, yeah, I'm a bit over it. From <laughs> Cooper Webster, Jaden Russell, Glenn Postlewaite, uh, and Mitch McLeod, Justin Howe, Daniel Stevens, Brenton Hobson, and Aaron Dillon. That is a great field.
1: <laughs> that is nuts. Aaron Dillon, we say a lot as well. Hobo's in there, Justin. H- Mitchell McLeod, welcome back by the way to ice racing. <laughs> uh possible weight as well. Jesus, that's a that's a huge field. Uh well done to Caruso for taking that one out and and yeah, supporting the series as well. Uh in race two, we saw Jaden Russell get the win uh getting up there over uh, Jordan Caruso and Mitchell McLeod in third, as we said, separated by one point eight seconds, first, second, third. But then Ben Snell, Cooper Webster, Sam Stride, Brenton Hobson. Gregory Favel, Daniel Stevenson, Justin Howe, any of one of those names, anyone in that top 10 could have won the race from from two laps to go. 100% could have won it. Uh, There was bump drafting, there was people dive bombing, there was smoke, there was carnage. uh, It had everything. So definitely go back and watch that on SimSpeed TV Network if you can. Uh, Take away with uh, round three results there, Braden. Yeah,
2: so race three went to Jordan Caruso, so he took two of the three wins and bagged himself a second in the other race that he didn't win, so pretty impressive night for him. Uh, From his uh, teammate, I believe, Cooper Webster, uh, Glenn Postleway, Jaden Russell, Justin Howe, Ben Snell, Kai Turner, Dean Alessi, Mitchell McLeod, and Philip Howe rounding out the top ten. So some pretty consistent results from um, some pretty familiar names uh, throughout the three races. Yeah, no, definitely. Mitchell McLeod, ninth. You don't
1: see that very often. No, that is amazing. Now, I, I hit up uh, Justin just before and he's going to be helping us out with some content in the future. But just quickly, race one was a five-lap race, race two was a seven-lap race, and race three was a nine-lap race. Uh, car Seven car invert field in heat two in race two. So... Uh, That's where some things got thrown up, and that led to that really close racing, was the inverted field, or the top seven being inverted. Uh, And then where you finished in race two was where you started the final race. So that's what happened in the pro trucks, and yeah, absolutely nut results. Absolutely crazy results. Um, So... That seems to be all the results that I've got on my end. What did I miss? Uh, gentlemen's. gentlemen's. That's where we've got to go to. There's so much to cover. I'm really sorry, everyone. Uh, so... The Gentlemen Sim Racing Club, in corporate... Uh, went to a whole heap of different stuff this week. So, um... I'll get you to start with the up and comers, Braden, just so I can get prepared on the other side and, and be ready to go. Yeah. So what the up and
2: comers series. The up and comers went to the Legacy Daytona Road Course in the uh, Delara DW12, and it saw Declan Reinhardt uh, take away the win there for round six from Luke Kimi and Mick Coggins, uh, rounding out the podium. So um, some different winners, which is good to see. Um, no Philip Clark up on the uh, podium there, who's currently leading the standings. Uh from Luke Keamy and Declan Reinhardt. Um so it'd be interesting to see did he participate or was it just a not a great round for him? Uh Tony Roffey in fourth, Chris Buddy and Chris Kisby, uh fifth and sixth in the standings. Vanessa Daly, Michael Ladder, Mick Coggins, and Jason Dunn rounding out the top ten. Excellent. Then we go to Stone Cold V8 series top split
1: round six at spa. Troy Cox came out on top, David Kirby in second, John Merritt in third, which sees Troy Cox hold down first place, uh, Craig Ruffey, um obviously related to Tony Roffey, I'm assuming, but Craig's in second, David Kirby in third, Angus Coote in fourth, Brad Dolby in fifth, Joshua Robinson in sixth, Paul Wood in seventh, Rick in eighth, Andre Youssef in
2: ninth, and uh, Michael Hammond in tenth. And then the uh, GT3's top split went to Circuit of Americas, or CODA, for their Round 7 race, which saw a Shane Wallace take out the win again. I believe he won last week as well. He's quick. Yeah, he's surprisingly quick, Shane Wallace. Uh, Dennis Gaderick and Brenton Hobson uh, rounding out the podiums. So the top 10 standings for the championship for the GT3 top split look like Shane Wallace from Maverick Benson and John Merritt. Guy Leach, Chris Whittaker, Richard Mitchum, Andre Youssef, Brendan Whittaker, Paul Wood, and Brock Kelly round out the top 10. Yes, well done to
1: all those. We then head to the Porsche Cup top split. Road Atlanta saw round six uh, in the sprint and the feature format that they run. Uh, Brady McHugh in first for sp- the sprint race, Aaron Cooper in second, and Rick in third. I've got to work out how to pronounce that, Uh, because he won the feature. Rick came out with first in the feature, and then Matthew Dench and Jordan Malark in second and third, respectively. Um, Then we go to the the uh, top 10 standings, which has sees Rick in first, Aaron Cooper in second, Lachlan Murphy in third, Matthew Dench in fourth, Alex Spinozzi in in fifth, Lachlan Loyler in sixth, Jacob Todd in seventh, Paul Wood in eighth, Craig Ruffy in ninth, and Sebastian Sebastian Spicer rounding out the ten. So that wraps up the gentlemen's Racing League uh, for this week. Um, well done to all those, and thank you to Ashley Phillip for helping us out with getting that information to us on a timely manner, uh, and look forward to bringing you more stuff of that in the very near future. So, that's the results this week. Um, We've covered everything we've got at the moment. Hopefully we've got more to cover next week. But let's go on to a quick uh, wrap-up of what we know is going to be in Season 3 update in the next week and a bit when it finally drops. So... Chicago has it been confirmed? We know it's got to be in by the
2: time the International Pro Series happens, yeah. The NASCAR one. No official. So that has to be no official official commitment, but uh, obviously they put out the Windy City picture, so you know one can only assume. It's. it's... Yep. Uh, we've also got the new Porsche. Mm. Uh,
1: the GT three uh, is coming in so that is confirmed formula v's we know because other cars is doing the series even though the april 1st is all they've shown us of the <laughs> formula v's um other than that what have we got that's that's definitely confirmed anything else we can think of um, I, guess, I guess i guess there'll be
2: a big uh next gen series i'm assuming coming up next season with the new next gen cars uh being released i'm assuming there'll be some kind of series uh, up a little bit higher because I think they're already a D-class race at something at the moment. No, nah, there's it? an A-class. Oh, there is there's an A-class. There's an a class one as well. Okay. Yeah, it's an A-class. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it from what I know. There's always a couple of surprises that you don't um, necessarily see uh, beforehand. Um, yeah, I'm
1: interested to see what kind of features come in because, look, if you've, if you've followed what's happening with the uh, Watkins Glen 6-hour, there's eight cars mm. nominated in that Enduro series. So... Will we get the whole system overhauled and we get to pick eight cars in a in a s in a race now, rather than seven as a max, they're from different cl- class cars. That will be the interesting thing. Uh won't affect a lot of people, but it is definitely a little quality of life thing for, for league runners, especially multi class sort of league runners. But obviously with an extra G T three car in there, there's 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 a need to go to eight eventually, so um that that's what i'm looking for that's what i'm assuming is going to happen but um yeah just the quality of life things we're hopefully going to see but at this stage chicago formula v's um and i assume there'll be a dirt track of some description added um and the porsche yeah and the porsche that's the one i was forgetting thank you very much um keep an eye out tracks rivals is going to be doing some stuff with some Porsches and Hockenheim coming up soon in an endurance fashion. So keep an eye out for that one as well with the new Porsche. They're trying to do something with the new cars every time a new car comes out. So track rivals, Jamie Skeller's beautiful love child over there. So go check that one out. Uh, let's start getting close to f- wrapping this little baby up because we are over the hour. We're well over an hour We're already into 90 minutes. I reckon by the time we add, <laughs> we're not very content, good at this, are we? Uh, <laughs> No, we've just not got it. We shouldn't say anything. <laughs> uh, just quick catch-up. So uh, John McHenry's in third, just going on very consistently. Um, H McLaughlin, I don't know what happened to the timing board before, but B McLaughlin's dropped way down, um, had a few spins, but H McLaughlin is very much leading the race. That's what I was missing before, with a big gap over G Donnelly Dooley in second and John in third. So well done, John. Doing very well over there. Um, mate, what can we where can we find you obviously Aussie car tomorrow night um, a lot of things coming up Um, another episode of the podcast coming up uh, on Sunday but yeah
2: where can people find you and what do you got planned yep so you can always find me on well I say always but sometimes find me on uh, twitch.tv slash the1dwade so streaming some racing recently streaming some hunting uh, which has been a bit of fun Um, and if you want to talk uh, anything else or listen to me whinge about my football team uh you can always find me on Twitter at Braden Talks. Definitely go do that. You can find myself at Locked On Lads on all the places. So, uh,
1: Locked On Lads on Twitch uh, is where I stream, but you can also find Locked On Lads on Facebook. slash um, Discord is the easiest way to find me. Jump in there, message me in there, or hit me up. Uh, tag me. I'm usually st- stalking around in there doing something or other in one of many different. Um, Discords that I'm in under Wilco as well, so keep an eye out for me wherever you can. Uh, Aussie car, very active in there when I can be as well. Um, but yeah, that's the main places. Uh, if thank you everyone who's supported and helped us grow in this to what it is now, thank you to all the people who have supported us over the last week when I when I did the shout out. Um, if you don't forget, if you do want to race for us, let us know as well. We've got John in there now, um, doing a great job. And we're happy to help anyone else out uh, that going forward. So uh, thank you to Ira for lending his time to talk about and, and announce all the stuff to do with Aussie Car. And um, yeah, look forward to bringing more content from everyone very, very soon. Have a great night all, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Drive safe, drive fast.